And now for something completely different. Four, three, two, one. Hi. Welcome to the future. Remember, no guts, no galaxy. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast 154. We are your hosts, Phil and Darren. Today is January 11th, 2017, and the first podcast of the year. Alright, I'd like to say a quick shout out to everyone in chat. Hopefully you're having a great day. And um what was your New Year's resolution, Mama Bear? Did or did you have anything in particular? Was it like, you know, lose weight like normal or was it like What to, are you what are you saying? You know, why why'd you say that first? Well, you did mention your daughter started running. I just figured maybe it'll encourage you to get off, you know, the chair. I don't know. Are you recruiting for your your events? Uh, I don't do New Year's resolutions really anymore after what? after decades of realizing that all that you're doing is setting yourself up for failure and 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 disappointment. I don't what do you're them. saying is you just accepted, you know, no, it, it if is. you're if you're going to if you're going to change your life for some reason, you should do it year round or whatever. And not New Year's <laughs> now. Now. Me saying that, that's just my own personal thing. If, if, if people are able to use it as a catalyst to make good things happen, awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but no, I'm just, I'm happy it's 2017. I'm happy it's no longer 2016. Uh, what a fucking year. I was um, going to say, a lot of people uh, died. I mean, that, you know. a ton of people died. There was a collage that was uh, done. I saw somebody do, you know, like the yeah. cover of Sergeant Pepper's. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was like that showing everybody that died. And yeah, it was a pretty, um, it was, it was a bad year for celebs and, and, and other people, but, uh, you know, it happens. It is what it is. Yes. It, eventually the circle of yeah. life and, yeah. Well, not a, to be a Debbie Downer. I know. Like now, one. I'm depressed. I don't even want to right? do the podcast Jeez. anymore. Uh, anyways, uh, how are you, man? What's been anything new in your life? How was the holidays? How was the new year? Did you, you know? Uh, somebody in chat just said Keith Richards endures. I don't know how, man. The guy is like a freaking miracle of all the people that die every year. Uh, and, right, and- Ozzy's still alive, and all <laughs> those, right? And you're just like, maybe there's something to the drugs. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm super happy. Obviously, the end of 2016 was pretty good as far as, you know, what we got to participate in. Um and but I'm very much looking forward to 2017. It's going to be, I think, another phenomenal year or or hopefully an, an even better year. But I was speaking more in particular to BattleTech and MechWarrior. BattleTech um, game. Obviously, the hat I'm wearing. I'm very excited about this game coming out. They did the Q&A today on uh Hyper RPG and it was uh mitch tyler and and mike did, did you get to i didn't i was in a meeting yeah I, I watched the whole thing 2016 was fucking awesome hey for everybody that had a good year kudos um you know that's good a lot of people i know didn't and and that's why you get those memes for 2016 but if you had a good year awesome man uh, i did too i mean i personally had a, a pretty good year a lot of people around me you know just say if you had a horrible year don't worry i you know us here we had wonderful years so you know that's all <laughs> yeah so uh, uh yeah but i think it's going to be a a really good exciting year and a lot of stuff for us uh phil and i have already been kind of having some um you know not like uh hardcore meetings but some just discussions about what we want to do in 2017 um obviously we want to play the shit out of uh battletech but also uh continue with mech warrior see where that uh leads and, and continues to develop um which Speaking is of which 
Yeah, which is part of our thing. But before we get into, oh Oh. yeah, Mac Warrior Five, right? I mean, this year, I don't know what 2017 is going to bring as far as MW Five. You know, like what we're going to be able to hear about and when and and so forth. But yeah, I mean, we got, um, like I always say, the ongoing uh, development of MWO. We got BattleTech coming out this year. We got Mac Warrior Five coming out next year. Uh, A lot of good things in store. So there's there's a lot of stuff to be happy about. Mech packs. Look at CK16, man. If there if if there's anybody in this game that cannot deal with the fact that all the future mechs like are not... Been flipping his shit, dude. Like... <laughs> he wants to know what the mechs are so bad, and I don't blame him. I totally understand. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, that's that's part of the subject matter tonight. But um, before we get into the topics, is there anything like, uh, you know, over your holiday break, any anything um... that you're into? What's going on with you? Uh, no, everything's good. Um, I sort of took a break from, you know, training and, and everything. And so now it's getting back into it pretty heavily. Uh, I've registered for all my races pretty much. Uh, so 2017. So for those that may not know, I got into obstacle course racing via Spartan races. And I think I did around 15 or so in 2016. And for 2017... Uh, as of right now, and I actually still have two more races to sign up for, I'm around 32. So it's a lot of races, dude. That's it's, yeah, it's a lot of races and I'm super excited. I mean, you get to meet amazing people. Um, and that's, that's obviously a big thing. And of course, challenge myself uh, t- 2016 was sort of saying, okay, Hey, what are you getting yourself into? What do you need to work on and get a good grasp of that? And then 2017, 2017 is like, how can you kill it. yourself? Yeah. How can you apply it and how can you struggle and, you know, suffer a little bit more because you're a sick individual? Um, no, I mean, some people, but you know, I, yeah, but, uh, no, man, super excited. Um, uh, yeah, just got to hang out with the family. I was actually really nice dude. my, my, my little sister, has a car and is driving on the roads. My little brother is not far behind. It's time flies, man. That's a scary fucking world, by the way. Not that they're on the road and that they're getting older. It's just like I remember being that age, and I'm like, oh my god, dude! Like, I was I was stealing my dad's car when I was 13 years old, driving over a freeway. Like, how are you? How are you going to deal with? Oh, yourself? oh, you have it a was daughter, hi- dude, dude. It was Highway 17. You know Highway you have, 17, you have a, right? You have a daughter. How do you I know. mentally cope and prepare yourself? She's not as bad as me yet. Like, ah, I don't. I Phil, don't. you're killing me, man. I don't. You don't. You don't know why. What? Am I doing something? <laughs> All of chat is picking it up, but man, I can't. You're, you're not. Uh, you're not paying attention as you normally do. Oh, I have your face covered up. With, oh, do you? Uh, no wonder. Yeah. I'm like, God, yeah. this is just not Hold working. On, let, me, let me see your mug. What? What is it? <laughs> about your mug? Let me see it. Holy fuck, dude! <laughs> what? The, what who, who does that? That's not even. That's like, not normal. optical illusion either. But it's. Literally, oh. I bought it just to, as a fucking joke on you. I didn't put coffee in it because it's impractical oh. to use. The thing's huge, but I, I get it as a joke, and you don't even fucking no, see I it. No, yeah, I didn't see it. Sorry, bro. Like, because I have your face <laughs> covered up because I have the browser. Yeah. Like, I'm I, just sitting there drinking from it, pretending to totally drink from right it. Totally right over. Yeah. Jared's <laughs> like, damn it, Phil. Like, 
Yeah. No, man. Uh, 2017. No, I'm super excited. Um, obviously, uh, MWO BattleTech. Uh, I mean, soon, very, very soon, in the near future, in soon live, and very guess, soon, man, we'll be able to play and and or stream BattleTech on you know the the channel. Um, we'll be able to uh, hopefully name some of you guys and then see how long you last in my Iron Man. Uh, you know, campaign. I have a feeling a lot of you are going to die. I'm just, you need, to, <laughs> you need to mentally prepare yourself as I'm mentally preparing myself to watch you perish and then have to deal with that internally and then have to deal with, you know, sending out letters to your wives and children, you know, dear Mrs. Katz, you know, he was an amazing, you know, all that fun stuff. But, um, it's no, gonna it, be fun, man, and and uh, yeah, like. Um, well, you know what I'm also looking forward to. Hmm. I don't know if it'll be 2017, but teasing the shit out of everyone about MechWarrior Five. Like, is that horrible of me? Like, pretty horrible is that, of you. Is that, hey, okay. you know what this shirt is? I do. You know what? So do you do you guys know what he had to do to get that shirt though? Let me tell you, it didn't hey, involve hey, a whistle. Hey, I, <laughs> I, I, everybody signed a document that is not you're not able to talk about. What it. happens in Vancouver <laughs> stays in Vancouver. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, but you know what so. he did for the shirt that I gave him? Am I, oh, I, I thought you were about to like whip out a cape or something. I don't know what you're doing. What, I'm what whipping it? out a cape. No, I was getting a little hot. All right. Let's let's start this first mm. podcast of 2017. You know what? I was doing the history. Hold on a second here. History of. of Just of looking it. back. Um, well, it was. It, why was this? Maybe it was. Yeah, it was a tax reason or something like that. Rebecca's doing the taxes. I had to look back at when we started or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, OK, first of all, you and I met in 2009 playing Living Legends. <laughs> why do we have to why do you have to say it that way in 2000 has it, has it really o- been that long yeah oh, um man. october 2011 um, mwo was announced and that same month the very end of the month the last day obviously halloween october 31st we launched in gng podcast so that was october 2011 and then uh yeah we've been officially employed since october 2012 so we've been doing this for a while it's going into 2017 another year i've known you for a long time that long i had less gray hairs let's just say that less gray hair gray hair in my beard when we started oh man and it's funny uh someone uh i was when i was streaming this morning uh someone asked they were like do you even know anything about like mechware living legends and i was like Uno momento. I definitely had to drop the link to the Stormcrow. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that maybe was my first 3D model ever. Just say no. Um, it's making a revival. There's, I've been uh, playing a little bit of Living Legends. All, all, all 20 people? Yeah, no. no, it's... Um, it's so th- at That's peak, one of our topics, actually. Yeah, it's it does come up in one of our topics. At, at peak right now, it's doing like two or three servers uh, with a max of 28 can, on a server. Can we, can we move that up? Can we just go ahead and just get that out of the way? You want to jump into... and Well, it kind of applies yeah. to one of the topics, but if you want to talk about MWL, well, sure. Well, let's go ahead. Um, so for for those that may not know, that's actually how I met Mama Bear. So um, 
Wait, wait, wait. Before you tell the incorrect story, the way it happened was I was looking for no, a unit. I looked on the forums. No, I saw that you were recruiting. You were, you were lonely and scared in the wild. And you saw a wolf pack and you wanted to be a part of mm-hmm. that wolf pack. <laughs> no. <laughs> so um, I was playing Mech Warrior Living Legends and I had just... And I was sort of separating myself from EVE Online, that addiction, that life-sucking, amazing experience that was. And MechWare Living Legends at the time um, got my attention. And we we hadn't seen a MechWare game for years. So I dove into it and I started doing um, YouTube videos. I created a Wolf in Exile back then. And I just started recruiting. It was really weird, too, because... The community was very split. Remember that? Like no one had a, like there wasn't a central team speak. There wasn't a central area. You had to like break an arm to get someone's information. And there was a lot of like factoring in the the, the teams and everything. And um, so that's actually how the outreach uh, team speak three server started was, you know, me and you basically were like, here's Let's one create area. A community. Yeah. And, um, and so I actually got involved with the developer side of things of uh, MechWare Living Legends. Now, how did that happen? Uh, because we were doing so many videos and uh, tournaments and playing competitive, uh, we actually got asked to um, be alpha testers. And it was basically log, you know, log in. It was like Q and A. Those were some good times. <laughs> log onto a map, shoot at a wall fifty thousand times. Oh my God, particles just kill my computer. Um, and while we were on there, I started bugging the shit out of some of the, the 3d modelers and was like dude i'd love to do this how what when why and so i just started getting into 3d modeling and you know i was like i really like this i'd like to do a project and you know they tossed me in the storm crow and that's that's what i did and um and throughout that whole entire process was really cool because one i'd never been involved with like a, a, a mod if you will development how does it work and um there was a lot of really cool people um, specifically that I, I, you know, got to know. Um, so MechWare Living Legends to me was really fun. I actually met Alex Iglesias, the artist now for Flying Debris. He used to troll the shit out of me in a hawk moth. And remember those? Uh, they troll the shit out of everybody. In and those. they stutter. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they, I don't know anyways, but uh, yeah. So... It's yep. I mean, that's basically where we cut our teeth as far as uh, the community and and kind of uh, revved ourselves up without even knowing for um, you know for the podcast and working for PGI. Um, the two topics for tonight that we're going to cover are basically mechs, like mech packs, and 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 the the mechs that are coming out and so forth. Not specifically CK, not specifically the <laughs> mechs that are coming out, but just the way that mechs are going to come out. Uh, you know, in in. 2017 and, and potentially beyond um and moving the timeline forward etc um and then the second uh topic we're going to talk about tonight is game modes um and that's where living legends kind of came in and so we'll get back to living legends um you know there's like i was telling you before you said how is it um because you haven't played it yet since it's uh you know resurgence um you said how is it nice it's the same i mean it's it's yeah it's the same it's the same in that it's there's things that they've improved i mean it's there's there's changes from when we played it last not anything you know terribly significant um but it's the same in that there's things about it that i really like and they're you know they existed back then and they exist now uh game modes being one of them and there's things about it i don't like um and and top of that list for me is battle armor 
Gotcha. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's you know it is what it is. It's worth checking out if you're a MechWarrior fan, and and you know it, the installation is a lot easier now. You don't have to have your own copy of Crisis, Crisis and it, Wars yeah. and all that. Yeah. But anyway, let's uh, let's get into the first one, which is Mechs. Now, the reason that things are kind of potentially going to be different, and and uh, Russ and everybody at the office has been having long meetings since they got back um, this week. Monday was the first time that everybody was back in the office. Uh, for the most part, there was a skeleton crew throughout the holiday. Um, but uh, basically, because of the new skill tree, you know, you don't have to have um, three mechs to level up your mech anymore. So skill packs, potentially, you could release one mech, one chassis, yep. or one variant, I'm, so- I'm sorry. Um, so now it's like, well, how do we release going forward? Um, and essentially, we're looking for ways to make it so that um, you know, the individual mechs have a little bit more character or whatever, or usefulness or, or, or character is not the right word, obviously, um, a purpose, a reason why are you buying this mech over the other mech, but also just as far as mechs, mech packs or mech purchasing goes in general, we're looking at for ways to make it more, uh, cool. meaningful, more, more value to your mech purchases. Like basically, um, and and you, uh, just give me one second. We can compare it to some other games and and you know similar type games and what they do. But uh, yeah, what is your comment on what I said so far? Well, I was going to say. I mean, that's been now that you know skill trees coming, and we know that there's no longer a need for three plus right three base basic variants plus a hero. But they've also been doing three basic, a hero, and a special, and then a few other basics sometimes. Um, the question really comes down to is you may not even have to release variants at all. It could just literally just be one of one chassis. And, and I think this is really important because you just brought up the whole, there are mechs currently that the only stalker, there's one that has dual AMS and it has the exact same hard points as another. Do we even need to, you know, and so, and then what about a specific role or a specific uh, weight class or a specific uh, uh, weight class role and the sort of hard points we can go through with a fine tooth comb and say, okay, hey, you know, this mech is still out there. We haven't uh, had it in the game yet. This variant would be really good. Or, and on top of that, they don't need to create any more extra variants unless they, like, want to, like a, a hero or something. But to me, it op- uh, opens up the opportunity to no longer have seven, eight mechs in a mech pack, which... Some of them are redundant. I mean, especially with Omnipods and stuff like that as well. I mean, they literally could just release Omnipods and don't even have to do a particular variant anymore, right? And so, I mean, there's a lot of options. And then another thing, I don't know, how how would you feel about this? What if a mech hardly ever gets played because it's got such a similar other variant? Would the community be okay with them removing it? I mean, how do you feel about that? I don't know if that's on the table, so I don't want to get the wrong impression. My point that's, being is... Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't feel like that moves the game forward at all. I mean, it, whether mechs are removed or not because variants are similar, I, I don't know. I don't. It doesn't feel to me like it's a very big deal down there. There's going to be somebody out, there, somebody out there that's, you know, an absolute uh, hardcore, you know, I love that variant, don't take my variant, so you'll always have those people. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm just looking for ways to move forward you know, that, that make people happy to, to, to buy the next mech or whatever, you know, like to give them, 
the value that they think it needs. And, and so obviously that's what Russ is looking at too. You know, like you just said, we don't have to do seven mechs in a pack or whatever. Um, well, I mean, th- uh, coming out with a mech can be as easy as saying one, how many of what weight class, right? So you could say 40, let's just say 40 tonner for argument's sake, right? How many 40 tonners do we have? Or how many 55 tonners? And then out of that 55 tonners, what do we need as far as, you know, uh, a role for, would you say, or like a role being as far as hard points and equipment that maybe others Honestly, don't have? Honestly, yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's two things. It's as simple as that. It, well, it's two things. It's hard points and equipment. Obviously, you can you can make the smaller mechs maybe more, um, you know, friendly in other areas besides just uh, guns and armor. Um, but also I think it's, it applies to game modes, our second, uh, topic as well. You know, like, I don't think you can just take the mechs and necessarily give the appropriate amount of value to in-game play for light and medium mechs, but you can alter game modes that then can make those mechs more valuable. Sure. Um, so I think it, it, that applies to both. And obviously when we're talking about mechs here, we're talking about two different things too. We're talking about in-game value, like why do I want to get in this mech and drop in this match in this mech? What, what is the value of this mech for me? And then the other thing we're talking about is just the dollar value. Yep. Uh, the new mechs coming out. Um, do we want to just release one variant for 10 bucks or whatever? So, you know, and, 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 and what else? Other things go with it. Like that's, you know, we, we've been looking a little bit at, um, you know, World of Tanks, uh, World of Warships, War Thunder. They all kind of do the same thing. Um, which is they'll sell a vehicle, whether it be uh, you know a tank or a, a ship or a plane, for X amount of dollars. Um, it can be anywhere from six or seven bucks to the lowest tier vehicles. And remember, these uh, games are tiered, so you won't use like a tier one vehicle in a tier ten game or whatever, which is different from MWO. But you know, like six or seven bucks for the the lowest priced ones, to up to you know packages for a hundred bucks or more or whatever that come with all kinds of shit. Now, the stuff that comes in all these packages is you know the obvious premium time, uh, in game currency, real dollar currency. Sure. Um, maybe some colors and patterns, whatever, that kind of stuff. So we can just take one mech, we can throw all those extras into it and sell it for well, 25 bucks or whatever. Like, that's cool for me, though, as a player. Like, if yeah, you were to pitch... Like, what's going to be if, the best thing for a player? If you were to pitch player? to me, Darren, if you were to say, hey, here's the Timberwolf, right? And here are the variants that the Timberwolf has. The first thing, again, I would say is, what you or even if it's a regular battle mech, is don't do very similar variants. Like, let's just say you want to do... Make everything as different yeah, from each di- other as possible. You know, like fire starters. I mean, you know, trebuchets. We have a lot of mechs that are so similar uh, that there's not a whole lot of, you know, uh, differences there. I mean, but you look at the Hunchbacks 4G, a lot different than the Hunchback 4SP, a lot different than the Hunchback 4P. And those are good examples of what I think should happen in the future. Is saying, hey, you know what, here is said mech here are the variants available and there are different and they're going to play different and boom cool and let people just buy the the variants they want you know and maybe or a package deal or or, sure maybe maybe it's individuals at x price and or you know here's a pack i mean obviously you know people like to bundle or or that's currently how it's been right but the issue is currently is sometimes a lot of those variants aren't 
they're so similar that you just never even end up using them and or they get relegated to no man's land. So really, you're paying even less or more for the ones that are really good. What I'd love to see is like, I mean, all this is just I I don't want this to be the longest part of the the discussion tonight. Like, how can we make these the best, you know, ways to make money and and packages or whatever? I I think we'll try and finish this pretty quick here. Um, But I think really what I'd like to see is more options and more accessibility. And what I mean by that is if you can, if there's a way to just buy one variant for say, you know, I, and this, this has, this is nothing to do with what Russ is going to come up with or what PGI is going to come up with, but anywhere from, you know, six bucks to 10 bucks or something like that, just one mech, mech and a mech bay for cheap, you know, so that people can get the mech that they like, but they don't have to buy a, a $50 package or a $100 and, and package or whatever. You know, you know what also could happen? And this is something I'm sure we can talk to him on a, a town hall or a podcast is saying, why not have this very open dialogue in 2017 and saying, hey, these are the mechs that we're thinking, chassis and or variants, and make it a vote. I mean, and what I'm saying about it, this is, let's just say January or February or whatever. And, you, you know, the community understands that you have this list of, let's just say, 20 max. I don't know what it is. Um, and that the community can vote for which ones come out. And boom, there you have it. I mean, like I said, just toward an open dialogue. I, I don't really know if it's like CK's thread. Did you see his yes, Mac voting thread? I just don't. It's we're past closed beta. There's no really need for secrecy. It's a Mac community. Wants I think to know it's what I think it's more of a marketing thing. I mean, sure. I, actually, I don't but, think that's what it is. I mean, well, sure. But I mean, it's either. Yeah, no, I, I you agree. can't release then, like you can't release artwork unless you have all of them done. But you could at least say, well, know, there's hey, two things that you're looking at here. There's there's on one hand, you've got marketing secrecy. So it can be more of a wow factor, potentially, if it's a if it's a wow mech. Or there's letting the community vote for which ones they want to spend their money which, on. Which if if you let them know and they actually yeah. vote for, then they spend more money. Right. I, 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 I see where traditional marketing and PR may be like, uh, you know, we want to hold off and have, you know. But if your community is like, look, you know, we we need this mech in the game because we're missing this sort of play style because of these hard points and equipment. And we need this. Right. And I think that would be a little bit different. And. At the end of the day, if the community spends more money, and eventually all the mechs come out for C-bills. So really, you know. So yeah, what I'd like to see, and maybe the community can come up with some some other ways to add dollar value to mechs and and the way that we purchase them from in 2017 and moving on. Um, What I would like to see, though, is, uh, you know, versatility or, or options at least. So you could, from the very bottom end, you could just buy one mech and one mech bay for, you know, X amount of dollars you know, hopefully on the cheaper end and then all the way up to you, if they do three, four or five variants or whatever, you can do a package and get a bunch of goodies with it or whatever. And, and, uh, you know, make it a good value. But, so but I that's think what needs to happen with the variants. Mm-hmm. They need to be the unique. They can't be, which so can, similar. which can transition us into the next part of it. I'm done talking about how do we make these a good package to buy? Let's talk about what you're getting at, which is how do you make each mech, desirable from a gameplay perspective so that's what i feel like number one it's going to be like you're saying it's going to be you know design hard points whatever maybe some um electronics or 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 slots well it's not gonna be you know obviously we don't have the uh the 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 modules anymore so um and then the second part of it is game mode so what can we do to make each individual mech more in-game valuable now well, I, th- I think before you even go down to the individual mech level, what you have to do is you have to take a step back and look at 
how do you make light mechs, mediums, heavies, and assaults their own unique thing? Um, we do have changes in the pipeline. I can't necessarily talk about them, but that helps a, a few things. Uh, well, we know regard- the skill tree is coming out, yeah, right? Skill so that's tree, one thing. And, and so the question now is, with the skill tree, if right now all mechs, you know, and again, even in the new skill tree, all mechs are, can get radar deprivation. The difference being now is that as a heavy or assault or medium pilot uh, or whatever, um, are, are you going to invest those points to go down that tree of Infotech to be able to invest in radar deprivation and or seismic and or whatever? So for me, what's unique about this is let's just take like the Locust 1B. It's not ever going to be a very good mech as far as lethality. So if that's the case, you can dump a lot of points into radar deprivation, seismic sensor, target decay, all those things. And yes, you may not be lethal, but now though, you've got better base stats on those attributes than, you know, another mech. And so the question is, will that Timberwolf, will that Summoner, will that Kodiak 3 invest those points? Because you're going to have to invest points back into mobility to get that sort of uh, feel you're, you're used to. You're going to, you know, have to invest points into, um, you know, well, obviously armor structure and stuff like that, if you want to, but weapons, you know, how is that going to play out? And um, there's a few other things in the pipeline. I'm sure there'll be a post uh, when time's pertinent um, on it. That'll help uh, the distinction. But I feel like the bigger question is how do you make lights and mediums or not even lights and mediums? You know what? Because even there are some heavies that can be lumped into some of those categories. It's how do you make, how do you make a game? That's all about firepower and, and armor or whatever. Yeah. As quickly as possible. How effective that is. How can you make those, the mechs that aren't as strong as that, uh, still valuable. And now in Kaniyashi adds a little bit of, you know, like he, well, basically says, does every variant have to be uh, valuable? Uh, in like, for example, used Hearthstone, there's some cards that are considered throwaway yep. cards or bad cards or whatever. Um, I feel like the answer, there's a simple answer to that. No, not every mech needs to be valuable. Um, but the more that we make valuable, the more choices entertaining the game is going to be. Because well, and, and the more choices because... Well, more it, choices because, yes, yeah, something becomes what you consider playable or whatever. But I feel like the more mechs that we can make actually be fun then yep. the more people are going to enjoy the game. And, so, and of course, I'll, they don't all have to be valuable, but it'd be nice if they were. And then I think on top of this, it's that a 20-tonner has to be looked at compared to another 20-tonner. And that's been sort of the issue I've had with Quirks and sort of the the, the, the balance between mechs and Quirks is a 75-ton mech needs to be compared to a 75. And so a dragon should not have the same firepower potential, right? as or quirks on top of it to where now it's outperforming a 75 ton mech 80 ton mech unless there's some other thing that's making it like you know it has basically no armor or you know some other it's got to be no what i'm saying is to artificially buff a 60 ton mech or 65 to where it's now oh gotcha yeah 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 Yeah. no 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 and and that's where i feel like you have to look at you know how are the 70 tonners because you know we've talked about this uh someone asked me what's your favorite cataphract and I said Warhammer, right? Because when you look at just the 70 tonners, uh, you know, and some weight classes, we don't have a whole lot of comparables, but some we do. We have a ton of the same mech, you know, as far as weight class. And I feel like there are a few things. One, the game modes come down to it. When 
we have a game that's all about killing the enemy mechs as quickly as possible in the most efficient way as possible. You have an out with uh, Assault, which is you can cap, right? You have an out with Conquest, is you can cap. You have an out with Domination, which is you can cap. And even Escort uh, allows some type of Infotech, you know, uh, running around. Which, by the way, those little cap points would be fantastic in some of the other game modes. Those little, uh, the radar and sensors and stuff. I think that'd be great. The problem is you have Skirmish that removes any of those. Before you get your, your, do you want to transition into game modes? Because actually, I think game modes are the biggest element in this whole thing. It does this. They're all linked to where... You know, why would you ever take a uh, a commando when you can take an Arctic Cheater or a Jenner? There's no incentive. There's no monetary incentive. There's no gameplay incentive. And it's very difficult because without rules, without restrictions, of course, like quick play, like as a solo player, it, you know, it's it's how effective can I be at killing other mechs? That's how we currently look at it. And that's one of the problems is how can you transition? How What do we need to do to a game mode? and introducing something else all right well let's talk about game modes specifically um because i think game modes are the biggest factor in making you know basically the the less effective mechs more effective in a different role potentially um so obviously we have skirmish assault conquest domination and escort mode the new escort mode and then in uh, faction play we have scouting and invasion um so my question is you know and obviously assault is going to have some major changes soon what I want to know is what what can we do to make these game modes more fun? All of them, or or do they all deserve to be in the in the loop? Should are there any that we could get rid of, and and you know, or are there any that we can uh, fix? Are there any that are perfect and great that we can use, you know, as a model to uh, you know strive for or whatever? I don't feel like any of them are maybe other than skirmish. Uh, skirmish is pretty simple, but um, you know that's one thing. Playing uh, Living Legends again uh, recently, you know, I do feel that they there's a better grasp on game modes now obviously there's some major differences and i don't think that it directly translates necessarily to mwo um one is that it's not you know you everybody starts off with x amount of dollars you buy your initial mech if you uh, earn kills or people give you money or whatever you can buy larger mechs larger mechs larger mechs. and basically it's a race to the to the biggest mech um and i don't necessarily think that that translates to MWO, although there's things that could apply and, and maybe well, elements and of also, it or whatever. You also have a 15 minute wa- match window that yeah MWO so, is free to play. Yeah, I was titles. getting to that. So then, but the the actual game mode not so basically it's respawn. Obviously, Living Legends yep. is respawn. Uh, MWO is not, but although in faction play we have the dropship, um, so basically respawn. Um, and and you know what is the feeling on respawn? Is that something we should consider for quick play? Um, but basically, I just get a a more, uh, I guess, more immersion with the Living Legends game mode. There's things that I appreciate in MWO game modes that I would like to see in Living Legends as well. Um, but I'm just wondering, you know, are there things that we could take that we could apply to MWO to make it more fun? Um, you know, map size is a big thing, but honestly. Well- I feel like some of our bigger maps are pretty close, so we could still do that type of, you know, messing with the game modes to make them more fun. Well, but. I mean, if if we look at um, assault, currently is you have two cap points, right? You have then you can win by killing the enemy team and then just out, you know, uh, just that capping or tie, which is very rare, but it does happen. But it's just the whole aspect of those are your three 
ways of winning and or loot tying or, or winning the objectives. And it's really objective play. Um, the problem is, is it's easier just to kill the enemy team than it is to go and do an objective. It's sort of like domination, right? Or, or you know, escort. Escort sometimes turns into it's easier just to eliminate the team and then worry about him. Or conquest, it's easier to destroy the enemy mechs than it is to go run around capping. And prime example of that is the world championship. Now, the reason conquest was chosen is because it, it forces those teams to at least act if you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like there's no le- mechanics it, that break yeah, the whole system or it, whatever. It yeah. leaves it there just in case. And someone could win on capping. Um, but if you notice at the very beginning of the matches, both teams go out and get two. And then, you know, third is maybe it depends on if they're winning or not, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so when you talk about uh, living legends, they, they had like an attrition game mode. Um, now what they had, by the way, you had two main bases uh, that you spawned out. And another key difference, too, is because you did start small, you didn't hop into the biggest mech, or at least back then, actually, you could transfer funds, which sort of broke things, too. Um, but you did have respawn. You died. You came back again. You could grab whatever mech. It doesn't work in a 15-minute window, I don't believe. Now, the whole idea is uh, then you had, like, three... Remember the pyramid uh, map? Mm-hmm. Um, you had a, three points. And those three points had repair bay or one actually was repair bay in the middle of the, the map and you had these two the hardest central... one to capture but yeah, if you did then... capture it you might get a moment to repair yeah yeah and then the outside ones underneath the pyramids didn't repair but you could spawn from there and so it 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 was unique in as far as the ebb and flow of battle you'd put you know you would potentially push on one side and the other there's a lot of examples right now in other games uh, whether it's first person shooters overwatch i know a lot of people have talked about um a ton of them to where what works for mechs and what could you do and that's really the question i'm not going to sit here and presume to know the answers and that's why we're sort of having this conversation with you guys out there which is what would you do to game modes what would you do to bring in line it's it's better to possibly play the objective or maybe not better but it, it leaves that avenue to where you can actually play objective play and fighting obviously still is going to occur because again mech fighting you know is the primary sort of pillar i think we can all agree on that but that that's the question out there because i feel like skirmish doesn't do it at all i i haven't been a fan of skirmish it because it basically takes like the one avenue for mechs to be able to go do things outside of just straight up fight and that sort of goes back round table to what you were talking about um uh, or discussion darren which is why would you ever take a mech that's not as effective? And I ran into this this morning on my stream. We were dropping as a four-man, and it had nothing to do. This isn't me bitching. It was more of we kept running into very good players. Well, those very good players were taking a very select uh, uh, min-max setups, and I couldn't have fun, right, and, and these lesser setups. And it's almost like a, it's like a ball and chain, right? You're hindering your team if you don't take those. And that's always out of how like min max is, but when you look at game modes and you, they can use the exact same setups on every single map, every single game mode, then that sort of you know highlights a problem. Well, here's a question, and and Solzen brings up, and I'm wondering if this is true. If you're talking about um, a 15 minute match, okay. no respawns, 
is there really any way to do good objective based gameplay i I don't i would be totally for respawns happening in mwa even with 15 minutes and i would even say if 15 minutes is maybe borderline too short go to 20 minutes and some people will argue this they'll say if there's respawns in that uh people will just be stupid in leroy guess what they do that anyways and it totally screws you over right now yeah i think there's yeah you know what i think that's true i think there's a because i hate when people do that like i love games you can't with no stop respawn. stupid like but, you can't <laughs> but, but my point like i love games with no respawn i love games yeah. where people have to think about what they're doing get in good position and sure. and and learn how to get good or whatever you know people say so but, but, but what does it do to the immersion factor what does it do to the fun level well but what i was going to say is i i agree i feel like what you just said is that we, I think we like to fool ourselves that hey, we don't, we're hardcore. We don't have respawn, and so, but as if people play better because of that, you know, like that's in our head that people play better because. Of, but I don't think they do. You're right. I feel like people still play exactly how they play if there were respawns or no respawns. People for the most part just fucking charge ahead. Now, obviously, there's good players in chat here, and they're gonna say I don't charge ahead. Of course, of course not. But I'm saying just like in general, I think that's true. Now, I've always been a proponent proponent of no respawns. I've been, that's actually been like from day one, I've not wanted respawns, but I question that now. And, and the bottom well, I line for me, it back then, because you know, I remember I telling you, for a long time. remember playing living legends and it had respawn. Well, it's it because was... in my mind, I figured no respawns, people will play more serious and more, you know, but they don't. And so the question to me then is, well, is it going to be more fun with respawns? And if it is, then let's have more fun. But I do agree that we can't turn MWO or at least if we did, it'd be a huge fundamental change from something where it's a short, potentially short match, 15 minutes or whatever, to a half hour to an hour. We, you know, this, it, there does need to be the casual aspect where somebody can come play a few matches and leave um, and, and not spend three hours well, doing and that. that. That's what I was saying is if you were to say, take uh, assault or, or conquest or whatever, attrition sort of game mode. It, it basically, you have, you know, main spawn here, main spawn here, and you had those three locations in the middle. Um, and it really depended on the map, too, on how big it was. But that's basically the, the, the premise here. And those uh, little camps, uh, bases, right, have turrets. They, you know, they would have uh, sensors, right, and stuff like that. Um, the The thing when you talk about that, though, is like, how does it work for, respawn is it basically like i put i i you know took a cicada and then i'm relegated to only respawn in a cicada or then does it get into some type of in-game economy and and this is where it could be unique it could be unique to where in game we consider mechs more expensive or to use or maybe you only have x amount of whatever weight class you can respawn in i mean my point being is i feel like game modes like, no matter what we do with mech balance, like mech balance, for the most part, you know, like, and I know people are going to be like, whatever, Phil, mech balance isn't horrible right now. And you're always going to have min-max. No, I, think I agree with that. It's not horrible. It could be better, but I it think... It could be better, and there are the things coming. There are actually some, some pretty big things coming to help that. But no matter what, no matter what we're talking about, mech balance here does not solve the fact of the game modes themselves, and again, Skirmish being one of the, the worst culprits, in my opinion, that... It, it just reinforces the combat, which combat's already good. We need other avenues. Now, that other avenues may be 
you know, obviously Infotech, which plays a part, but like going and doing stuff. Now that going and doing stuff could literally just be going and capping a base and strategic sort of play, respawn. But I just feel like what's the fun factor? I mean. So Kaniyashi says, um, Darren, what about if players who want to respawn mode go into Solaris type thing? The problem I have with that, Kaniyashi, and I know what you're saying, is that the overall goal is to reduce queues, different queues, and we don't want to keep dividing the player base. So what I'm trying to figure out is how do we take, you know, essentially the the queues that we have now and and just make it better, refine it or whatever. Also, to be very clear, Phil and I are just discussing this. We don't we're not involved in the uh the, the you know the game modes or anything at the at the moment so this is just purely discussion hypothetical um trying to get some of your ideas uh hunchback squadron says i think respawn would kill mwo that's the you know and and hunchback just so you understand i'm not saying that respawn has to happen in quick play or whatever um i'm just saying what if or or let's let's look at these different options or whatever um you know, I, I like I said from day one, I've I've been against respawn, but I don't feel like people play better because there's no respawn, um, and I do and, want the game to be as fun as possible. So I just feel like we have to look at all the possibilities and 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 you know figure out what we do. And and yeah, maybe the respawn mode is relegated to faction play, and um, you know, but I I do feel like faction play in my mind is a lot easier to make fun than quick play. Like in my mind, I got all kinds of logistics and, and ways to 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 work with faction play, and, and since you have the respawn, you can do things that are similar to Living Legends or whatever. I feel like there's just tons that you can do with faction play. I feel like the biggest question mark is how do we make skirmish conquest assault? You know, well, uh, first off, better you, you, just to answer your question. There is what do I have to do as a pilot dropping into a match? What do I have to do and what's available for me to do other than just pulling the trigger and killing mechs? That is the number one thing that hasn't really been answered. But you know is, that there's also the the, the, the the section of people out there that just go, that's what I love to do. I don't want anything no, no, different. <laughs> no, no, and, and that's fine. Yeah. But what you're miss, like if someone's listening, then you're missing the point. The point is, if I drop... There needs to be multiple avenues for me to have success. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that because I did said said action that we autom- automatically win. Right. But it's the idea that my you have action, player choice. Yes, my action, and that's where it's difficult. Is it just running up and capping something? Is it uh, you know what action, what thing do I have to do? And that's why at least even though I, I still think it falls short quite a bit, Assault, Conquest, and Dom, at least there's something there for you to do other than just shoot the enemy mech. Now, I think it needs to be more dynamic than that. Um, like I said, what do you do to in, you know, really emphasize splitting people up? That's difficult too, because right now, again, because it's so easy just to kill the enemy team, as soon as an, a, a team splits to go you know, cap Conquest, they're screwed because now they're running up against a 12 men versus, you know, three or two mechs. They get stomped. Now it's 10, 12. And then it's just, it's bad. Um, I'm going to bring up something that again, I think is very controversial. Um, I think we have too much player choice. Uh, I've said this. I I like the fact that you didn't know what map you were going to get when you dropped originally. I like the fact that you didn't know what game mode you got originally. Now, some may say, well, if you knew, then I could cater my builds towards that. Well, that just makes you even more lethal and there's no 
randomness well there. speaking felt- on that on that very specific thing as far as not knowing your build there's somebody in chat i think and and this, this person's been contacting me outside of uh the podcast but saying that they would love it if we could drop into a match with two mechs to choose from both the same uh chassis but they could be different variants so that you could, for example, have a long range build and have a short range build to choose from, you know, that that's some of the, I'd say that's almost most of the frustration for people when they drop on a map that they weren't prepared for is that they weren't prepared for it. Well, now, some people would say that's awesome. Some people would say that's frustrating. So I, I'm I just feel, throwing that I out feel, there. Yeah. I feel like that in itself is, was a, was a balancing. Like you didn't know you took that AC 40 Jaeger back in the day, that splat cat. Yeah. You may wreck face, now you have that issue currently, uh, but the the problem is when you go in and, and players can vote. Uh, I mean, again, uh, what happens? Um, I also feel like group size is is. I've been oh my god, I've been on that horse forever. Now I say this, I understand some people like bigger groups, and not all big groups. You know, necessarily you know rickroll all the time. But if it can happen, it will happen. Um, I don't know. There's a you know science this... law about that. But hold on, yeah. before before Sorry. is reacting chat right now in game, and this is a statement currently live as we play. There is so much fucking tonnage on the field that if you're a light mech and or medium and even a heavy and assault, sometimes you literally like we have too much tonnage as a four man and up to a certain extent. And even I would say from a three to four man has way too much tonnage. And I say this because the amount of firepower out there inadvertently affects a, a, a weight class's performance as well, right? Like you get one shot by, you know, a mech and you're out of the fight, you know, because why, you know, or it's just there's so much tonnage out there. And I just feel that game modes in itself it doesn't necessarily have to have respawns. I think you could even take respawns out of the, the sort of equation. But it's the fact of what do we do as a as a player when I drop on a map? What are my actions? And right now, it's the ex- exact same on Assault, Conquest, and Dom, which is you can kill the other enemy team, you can cap the enemy team, or you can tie. Those are your only three options for all those game modes, by the way. All of them. And the real question is, how do you make it so that killing the enemy team isn't necessarily the number one option or number one goal of everybody? And, and you know what's what's unique about this, and I'm but, challenging everyone that's listening to this, is I've yet to sort of see a comprehensive guy or like someone actually take the task at hand and say, you know what, you know, here's my ideas for a game mode. Or that it replaces, maybe it just replaces all current game modes. Or here's two game modes that are very unique and, you know, this is how it would work and blah, blah, blah. There's not really anyone the thing out is, there though, that's ever done that. Alternatives can't just just be alternatives for the sake of an alternative. We already have that, for example. No, an what assault, I'm saying you that can just addresses, what addresses exactly what we're talking about, which gives a purpose to outside it's gotta know, be other objectives. Fun. Right. Yep. It's got to be a fun activity. So not just go standing near something necessarily. Maybe it's maybe it's capping a point, but maybe there's got to be more to it than that, um, because most people are like, oh, we, you know, when when you lose to a cap or whatever, everybody gets pissed. Nobody likes losing or winning to a cap. It's boring. Right. So the, the objectives have got to be fun or the objective has to be fun and it has to pay off. Right. Like even if something's fun, 
but you only get 10 C bills for it compared to killing and you get a million. Dude, like playing as escort, you can kill the VIP right off the bat because the team fucked up and you get jack shit. (laughs) Like to me, I, that, you know, it's just like, like then why it, you literally from a, from a time investment standpoint, you're better off just ignoring the VIP, killing the enemy team and then killing the VIP to me. That's a problem. Now, I don't think you can incentivize it just via just C-bills. I don't think that's, to me, that's a shallow way of doing it, if that makes sense. I feel like it has to be worthwhile. It has to be you know, deep, if you will. Um, like, if you just throw C-bills at it, uh, it's sort of like, why would, uh, why would you take, you know, for, for the instance, maybe the depending on the weight class or depending on the mech, you actually earn more C-bills. Well, to me, that's very shallow because you're not really fixing the problem of why someone's not taking that mech. You're just sort of saying here, well, if you do take it, you know, but that doesn't fix its performance at all. And again, so game modes have to sort of go hand in hand objectives with, you know, all of what we were just talking about. Anyways, like I said, I, I, I guess I challenge anybody out there and not challenge like bad thing. I'm saying that's a good thing. I think there there should be more discussion with the community out there. I think the community, I mean, there's thousands, thousands of people. Um, and I do think we can find a, a middle ground and or a solution to it. Um, but, uh, you know, that's 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 the thing. Yeah, I don't. It is. It's not an easy solution, but I do feel like there there is some low hanging fruit that we could, uh, you know, potentially find to um, start improving the the current game modes. I, I think we need to do some self examination as far as the current game modes and, and well, just kind of let me let me toss out this from a from a aspect of if there's current things in the game and current game modes that can have alterations that would that would do this. Right. Like, for instance, if we can keep us, well, we know assault's getting a rework. Right. But if we can keep assault, conquest, dom and escort, can we keep those as is as far as the base framework? And can we add on stuff or take away stuff and even skirmish uh, if we can make those things? I think that that's a win. So what I'm saying is instead of just saying, well, none of those work, here's what's going to work. I think that's harder to, to pitch than it is to saying, OK, we can make this work, but here's what you have to do to make assault work, to make conquest work, to make dom work, and for them to be fun and engaging, um, you know. But I will say this: objective play and also other aspects other than shooting mechs, some people aren't going to like. Some people love skirmish. Some people don't like losing the cap. Actually, I'd go out on a limb and say some people get really fucking salty when they get outcapped. Uh, instead of just a straight up fight. Yep. Uh, and that's just something, you know, obviously you have to ignore, but uh, some people don't like that discussion other than, and they don't even like the discussion of saying, um, don't, don't mess with my groups. Don't mess with. Don't mess I'm just reading chat. With. And and this is when I was, when I was reacting to chat earlier, <laughs> the, 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 the other problem we have is we just have a very diverse player base as far as what they find fun. And, you know, there's people that are saying uh, right now, I'm just reading, you know, uh, Bear Claw, get rid of Skirmish. It's boring, whatever. And then somebody else saying that's my favorite. And then, you know, earlier, uh, uh, 
LRMs ruin polar and then somebody else, I think it was bandit LRMs are easy to avoid. It's a yeah. fun map, you know, and it's so very it's, subjective, right? It's very subjective based on our opinions, our perspective, you know, what we've experienced, whatever. Yeah. But, but th- th- that's th- the th- problem is that th- that's why these aren't easy solutions. Cause everybody says, yeah, it is easy. Do what I want. But, but, but then I there's think... somebody standing right across from you that says, no, do what I want. And, and this is where I think there, there's a few things. One, this is actually where I think the high skill level comp play can be tapped into. Um, and I'm going to say this. I don't believe you cater and you, you you do everything that the comp scene wants you to do. No. But I do think you use them to say, what are they doing and why are they doing it? And is that the desired behavior? I.e., uh, you look at why do comp players at the high level and doing these things as far as uh, tournaments and stuff, why do we never see LRMs being used? Right? Or... Uh, why are these certain weapon systems or why are they taking these particular mechs? Oh, those mechs are always high mounts or they're, you know what I'm saying? Those are the type of things. And then you can transfer all that stuff in trickle down to the masses, if you will. But I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I think it's, it should be a conversation. The community, I mean, that's, Game modes are what's going to change your everyday gameplay experience. Not I feel like game mech modes, balance. yeah. I mean, mech balance is getting closer and closer every freaking you know every few months. It's getting it's, well, it's getting closer, it's, it's, and it's, it's always, and it's good. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty good. But I do agree, game modes are freaking huge. And what I would love to see is something similar happening with game modes that's happening with faction play right now, which is the, where the community is getting involved. And that's why we had the recent changes to faction play. We're going to have the, uh, Oh, by the way, uh, it's official. The next oh. round table on faction play is the 27th of this month. So, so that's who's January. Gonna go to Reddit? Who's going to post first? Who's going to do it? <laughs> yeah. Do I, don't, it? I don't know if anybody, uh, posted it yet, but anyway, we are going to have another round table, just like the last one we did with Russ and with Derek, and then maybe another programmer. Um, we're going to discuss the next phase of the development of faction play. Um, so just like last time, you know, had to do with buckets, this time it's going to be more fun, which includes exactly what we're talking about right now, game modes and things to make it more engaging and more fun. Uh, but that's faction play specific. So what I would love to see is the same kind of thing happening within the community and then being able to present it to Russ with game modes, you know, like, let's look at the game modes we have right now. Let's really look at them. Is there, are there any that are just, you know, fat that we don't need? Can we, can we trim the fat a little bit? Can we, what are the things that we can do to improve the game well, modes? I, I'm and I would love and, to see that, that start to happen. And and I think there's, there's been some idea. I was talking to you about this and you said there are some people that say, can we, and this is more of just a question. I'm not going to presume to have the answer, but can you even combine and just say, we no longer have different buckets. Uh, we no longer have solo, quick play, which, by the way, then you have multiple buckets in, right, because of uh, PSR. And then you have multiple buckets. What he's talking about is is combining uh, quick play and faction play. Can, now, before can you just have an all-inclusive thing. But let me just clarify that. It doesn't mean that every that means every time you log in, you're having to do faction play. I mean, essentially it is. What it, but what it means is that every match counts. So, like, right now, if you do quick play, uh, solo queue or group queue, those matches don't count in any way towards faction play. What I'm what I'm proposing or have been at least discussing with people and I've heard other people say is um, combine faction play and quick play so that there's still 
quick play modes within faction play. So essentially what you're able to do right now, you'd still be able to do, but on some very minimal level, it would count well, towards. It's sort of like saying your solo experience wouldn't change at all, right? Like yeah, that's drop what I'm saying. as a solo player, you'd have the certain. Exactly. Regular... And not, you wouldn't be dropping into no, invasion no, 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 no. mode. You wouldn't be dropping it, no, into scouting and, mode. But you would have to make it in a way that solo or solo drops, whether it's clan versus IS, whatever, what what do the wins and losses mean on the global on the faction warfare front, and what what do they impact? Right, I think it's I think and here's the thing is it, I don't jump to just say no. What I'm saying is, is there a possibility? The the well, keep in have mind that, that the, conversation. Be open minded about things because if you're open minded, then we find solutions. If you you automatically just shut up and you just say nope, not possible, never going to happen, that's horrible, blah blah blah. You're not even having the discussion. Well, bandit. Um, so people are, are picking on specific things. Like Bandit says, how would it possibly count for faction play? The decks aren't IS that's or what, clan. That's what I'm saying, though. Is but there's, there's, the there's a lot. Do you remember Dane's video about potential fixes to faction play? So there's there's I think there's a lot of ideas. So, yeah, maybe combining doesn't work if everything is the exact same way it is right now. But what I'm saying is, there, are there ways to adjust everything so that the overall experience is better for everybody? I don't. I'm not saying force people that like quick play casual mode to play invasion and and faction play stuff that they don't like and i'm not talking about taking faction play people that like to play invasion or something a little bit more you know whatever substantial forcing them to do quick play doesn't work and there's a better solution that's like the sort of the current but for me looking all we're doing is just questioning questioning what is out there right now and what can we do there's a lot of intelligent people out there and there's a lot of experience and there's a lot of ideas and not all ideas are great and not everybody's opinion. Yeah. And our our ideas may be terrible. (laughs) My point being is there are plenty of you smart fuckers out there to where we can get together and, and propose something and find solutions. As soon as you say, Nope, not possible. You're just killing any discourse to, to even occur. And, and that that's where I feel like, that's one of the problems. All we're saying is, how can we improve game modes? How can we improve the solo? How can we improve faction warfare? All that fun stuff. Um, I still have uh, some issues with faction warfare. I know that's not necessarily on the topic of discussion, but invasion mode didn't change. The only thing on invasion mode that changed was no more long toms. You know, for me, how many people, as Bandit calls it, corridor uh, warrior online, how many people don't play, uh, you know, faction warfare? Even with the addition, yes, it's cool that you can drop and respond to all that, blah, blah blah. But the core mechanic invasion didn't change, and uh, and I feel like that discussion needs to happen. And I feel a lot of people out there don't like that. And uh, I think there is solutions to balance uh, instead of just pure tonnage. I think there are some creative uh, aspects. It's just. Having this all in one sort of framework, right, and and having this discussion and someone and and or people's taking the time to put in and put something together, um, I don't know. I, like I like I said, I challenge the community <laughs> it's to, a, to do that. It's it's we we. It, I love our community. <laughs> it's just uh, you know so many very strong, passionate opinions. Um, anyway. Again, I'm just going to make the final point that Phil and I aren't saying let's do it my way or Phil's way or our way. Oh, I'm um, not proposing anything. I'm just we're saying, just saying here's some ideas. 
let's start a discussion. Let's instead of just sitting around grumbling or, or, or sitting on our laurels or whatever, let's take the game modes we have and examine them. And if there's ways to make them better, awesome. Um, and if there's some way to, all I was saying with the possibility of combining them is if there's a way to combine them and it makes it better for everyone. So everybody still gets the experience that they want and the gameplay is better for everybody because there's less wait time or whatever queue times in, 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 you know, I'm not saying that's the only possibility. I'm saying it's a possibility. Let's talk. If it's a bad, if it's a bad idea, let's talk about it and say, yeah, that's a bad idea. It's it's like saying, it's like saying, Hey, here's some low hanging fruit for the current game modes that would potentially help things right um here's here's a few ideas but then you sort of have your long-term goals which is like but to make you know mechs and variation and all that and to have objectives you have to have this longer sort of discussion and it's going to take a while to get there um but like i said i think uh, there's plenty of people out there to put to work and and come up with stuff and and brainstorm and have discussions and i mean like i said the cool thing is I see a lot of people in chat saying, yeah, you know, I've got a lot of ideas. Um, it's just whether or not they'll fall through with it. What kind of person are you? Are you well, a doer? Are you yeah, a sayer? I mean, but you know what? Uh, some people have said they're going to contact me or whatever. I, You know, let's facilitate this. Let's make it happen. Let's get some discussion going on. I'd love to see, uh, you know, positive constructive discussion going on within the community. And I know it's happened before. Some of you are there like, well, we've been fucking talking about it for five years. Fine. That's awesome. Um, and, and so you'll have some good ideas ready. That's the main thing. Let's talk about it now and let's see if we can get some action based on it. Uh, just like we're doing with faction play. But, uh, anyway, that is the podcast for today. We are will we be back next week. Yeah, I think we're done. We're now. on a roll. As far as pod, well, kind of. Darren's yeah. like, it's over an hour. You need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to move on. But, well, because we have talked this to death. I mean, yeah, we can, we, we we can keep we can keep speculating. Yes. We can keep bringing up ideas. But yes. really, I think you you nail, you know, hit the nail on the head. There's a lot smarter people out there than we are. So let's put some of those ideas out there and see if we can make them happen. Wouldn't it be awesome if in six months, ideas that we came up with, you know, over the next few weeks actually made it into game and changed it? But anyway. I mean, if it's a good idea and good solution... You know, why would you, you know, Russ isn't going to say no to it. I mean, especially if the community can, you know, rally behind it. And I feel like as cliche as it sounds, like the community has the power to make change. It's just, can the community actually make it happen? Just like He-Man, you you have the power. (laughs) But uh, anyways, guys, just want to say thank you again uh, for coming out here. We got like 140 some odd people. Thank you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, tonight's uh, topics. It's uh, it's good to be back, uh, Mama Bear. It's good to see your beard. You guys missed, by the way, the majestic beard combing <laughs> prior to the podcast. It's... He preps every single time. He is more wor- like me. I'm just like I. I'm glad I showered before. You know, I just got done running for an hour. Like I showered. That was all I did. No, you know uh, why I do that with my beard? Because my beard tilts to one side, and so I don't. Yeah, so I got to straighten it. That's the only reason. Um, I know that's normal with a lot of guys. Yeah, it does it. Which which side does your beard <laughs> tilt towards? <laughs> and does that coincide with some other tilting? Oh man. Anyways, guys, just what to say. <laughs> Just want to say uh, shout out to all of our new followers, all of our new listeners. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, again, if you're new to uh, this, make sure to click that follow above. That way you guys get email notifications. Uh, I stream pretty much every single day. And of course, uh, if you are new, make sure to check out all the links down below. 
maybe you want to take this relationship a little bit further. Maybe, just maybe, uh, you want to become a sub. There's uh, emoticons you can get access to. Slow-mo, by the way, a lot of people don't know this. Slow-mo, if you're a sub, does not affect you during town halls. FYI. Uh, also, too, there's uh, Twitch Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you can link your Twitch account. And you can sub to a channel of your choosing every 30 days. And it supports that streamer. And you don't it doesn't add anything to your cost. Boom, right there. I'll drop some uh, information in the chat for you guys. They like my tilting beard. All right, and this is this is the first time we get to announce this. Well, at least on our podcast, you've you've mentioned it in um, in your live streams. But we uh-huh. are officially sponsored by and brought to you by Nick's Jerky, um, and this is kind of cool. Uh, Phil and I get a little jerky, and we get to give you guys a little bit of a discount back. So I'm going to drop the link in chat here. But Nick's Jerky, he's a community member who is making uh, beef jerky on, on a professional level. It, uh, he has a website. That's what I'm going to link right now. I got, I got you. We got a command in chat for it. Thank you. Um, anyway, uh, we have tried. We, had, we got some samples. I'm a big beef jerky fan. Now, back when I was actually a butcher... Um, I had a lot of customers that would buy meat from us, make jerky or whatever, and bring it in and give it back to us. And, and you know, just through my days of hunting when I was younger, I love fucking beef jerky. Now, <laughs> I love beef jerky. I don't love fucking beef jerky. Um, I, I, I'm not judging. My my kids have a different idea of beef jerky, though. They think these fucking beef sticks like... Sticks. Uh, yeah, like hot sticks. Yeah, yeah, and Slim Jims and shit like that. They think that's beef jerky. That's not fucking beef jerky. Beef jerky is tough. It's something, you you know, if it was like, you know, zombie apocalypse, you'd want some bags of beef jerky because it's going to last a long time. I got Um, two pounds and it lasted me maybe four days. So, yeah. Well, okay. So it depends on who you are as an eater. But they have all kinds of cool uh, flavors like barbecue, bourbon, brown sugar, hickory, uh, hunter's blend, inferno mesquite. They got all kinds of hot ones if you like stuff like uh, Korean barbecue. And um, what did I have? I had jalapeno. So there's some... Yeah, it's if, really if good. If you have any questions, by the way, you can contact him on his Facebook, and he's going to reply like almost immediately. Um, but make sure to check it out. Again, make sure you use promo code NGNG for 5% off your, your 5% order. 5% off, and yes. And I think depending on how – he just he was moving, so he may be a little bit quiet, but I'm sure – anyways, make sure to head over there if you like beef jerky. My point was stuff. I love beef jerky. I was a butcher. I know a lot of different uh, qualities of meat. He's very Dar- high quality Darren meat. knows his meat. I know my meat. It tilts to one side. Um, but uh, no, it's really good. And it's it's reasonably priced. Out here, at least in California, beef jerky yeah. is very expensive. It's and, reasonably, reasonably priced. And he only ships to the inter- uh, as far as U.S. And uh, I think it's like 12 bucks for shipping, which sounds a lot. So order like two or three pounds, and then that way it's worth your money. In yes. my opinion. And or more, Absolutely. I guess, technically. I'm not gonna So good. I'm totally standing by this though. I love Nick's jerky. Um also be sure to check out our website at nogutsnogalaxy.net. Check us out on Twitch at NGNG TV, on YouTube at No Guts No Galaxy TV, on Twitter at No Guts No Galaxy, Facebook at No Guts No Galaxy Podcast, SoundCloud at No Guts No Galaxy, and for the latest and greatest in mech porn t shirts, be sure to check out our store at no guts no galaxy store.com. By the way, me and Darren have been talking about possibly, possibly, we're not going to make any promises, possibly. We've just been having the conversation of bringing back the old store so that we can do international orders again. We can do uh, pre-orders for t-shirts, bring back coffee mugs, pint glasses, stuff like that. We may do it. It really depends on how many of you guys like that to happen. So 
think hey if that. anybody out there does start a forum thread uh, specifically talking about what we're doing and it's going to be a uh, a, a positive, constructive thread or whatever. Feel free to link it to me on uh, my, uh, you know, private message me on the forum, and um, I'll participate and check it out. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that's it, guys. This was your local No Guts No Galaxy Mechware podcast signing off for tonight. This is Phil, and this is Darren. Until next time, Mech Warriors. <laughs>